What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 506th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello, 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 hello. I have nothing. I, look, it was warm. It dropped to sub-zero again. I can't feel my fingers. This is a nightmare universe. I'm over it. I'm just going to go back to bed. Got it. Plus, my husband packed a can of Dinty Moore and every heavy root vegetable in one bag and then was surprised when it ripped getting it out of the cart. And I looked at him and I said, why? What did you do? He's like, well... Maybe I put all the heavy root vegetables into one bag and the cans. What am I supposed to do with that? Um, I mean, the real problem is the fact that you're buying root vegetables and Dinty more. Don't. Just don't. You double bag? Got a double bag. Double bag? I, what are you here to destroy the earth? Yeah. Why are you if using you, bags at if, all? If you properly bag, you don't need to double bag. Instead, I have this torn up bag in the back of my car leaking cabbage everywhere. Oh. Cabbage is not a root vegetable. It's part of the whole thing. <laughs> well, here. That's what I said. I, I don't understand why people are buying root vegetables and cans of Dinty Moore stew in the first place. Those two things that are not on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Look, much you so. You don't even have a list. You don't go grocery shopping. You get all your I go grocery shopping once a week, sir. Thank For you. What? I buy white rice. There's. And olives. How do you need white rice every week? You buy a bag at Costco that's bigger than your no, life. No, 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 the, the Life hack, friends. They now sell single-serve portions of white rice in little cups. You microwave them for a minute, good to go. There you go. I don't have a rice maker. There's no way you're going to the grocery store. Well, you probably do like DoorDash for food or what's the other one? Uh, um, no, no, no. Oh, no. I don't want those people to know where I live. I do not do delivery anything. <laughs> Never. Even like delivery sandwich places. I drive to the store. I don't want those people coming to my house. No. You just don't want them to die in your Do you understand driveway. that I drive to Domino's? I drive to Domino's. That's Domino's it. does not come to me. And especially because every time I save that $5 delivery charge, yes, you know I do. Okay, but you spend that in your time and your gas. What do I got to do? <laughs> live your life. Yeah, live in my Play life and driving drive, drive knit, in my car, listening to podcasts, not having the hat's strangers done, know Greg. where my house is. Yeah, I know. This is why the hat never gets done. He's too busy the driving to get sandwiches all mailed. day. The hat is gone. That ship has sailed. <laughs> we have a uh, Pokemon Go primarily focused show today. Oh, very I'm exciting. Already heated. I'm coming in hot. Coming in hot. Uh, not anything on Scarlet and Violet. Not anything on Pokemon Legends. Not anything on Diamond and Pearl. If you're expecting... Actually, the breaking news is... There's still no home support for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> I don't understand. How? It's their thing. They made it's very both. complicated. <laughs> they made both. I don't understand. Well, no, no, no. Ilka made Diamond and Pearl. Ilka made Pokemon Home. Ilka made Home. Oh, dang. (laughs) (laughs) I they should change the name. I don't love connectivity. We have some smaller news stuff, but let's let's just get the Pokemon Go stuff out of the way because I'm already stressed about it. This is off PokemonGoLive.com. First bit of news here is uh, April content update. April Community Day. Tapu Bulu and raids. Sustainability Week and more. Uh, we'll skip the community day part for now. For April's April Fools 2 Ho 2 2, 
I'm what like like ho oh two oh. I mean, I guess I I kind of get it. It's bad, bad. Yes. Oh, it like it doesn't it hearing it and reading it neither are good. It doesn't make sense. Oh no, you it's yeah, yeah. It, it makes more sense when you read it. It's still, not really. It's still bad though. Uh, we heard some odd whisperings of a mysterious event that will be happening on Friday, April first, twenty twenty-two. They're gonna start listening to their actual community. No, probably not. We look before we too get. Into, we, we've already learned hot. this. <laughs> If Niantic has done anything right, it's followed the footsteps of the Pokemon Company, which is ignore everyone and keep moving forward. <laughs> All hands rocket retreat. Oh, see, that didn't sound good either. I no. read that to a key and that sounded bad. Additional sources report that the potential for heightened Team Rocket Go activity from Sunday, April 3rd to Thursday, April 7th. Stay alert. I know what week I'm not playing. Spring into spring. Wait, you read it completely wrong. Now I'm offended. All hands, Rocky Retreat. I read no, that correctly. No, 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 no. We're going back three minutes, okay? <laughs> it's two, oh, two, two. Not two, ho, two, two. Not Santa, surprise. <laughs> oh, two, oh, two, two. It's still I think it's You are like, the worst. I think it's April Fool's two, oh. Two two possibly still surprise confusion. Not we've ho-o. heard some odd whisperings of mysterious no events here. that were happening on April Look, Fool's Day. Oh, if you're is that an egg hatching? Oh, it could be an egg hatching. I see. I'm a Pokemon Go player from from Niantic's perspective, which is when Lugia and Ho Oh are not being talked about. <laughs> they need to be talked about. They need to be talked about. Uh, Keep going, so the skipping that. Move on. Spring into spring is Tuesday, April twelfth. Through Monday, April 18th, get ready to jump headfirst into spring with a themed event. And then Sustainability Week is going to be April 20th through April 25th. Trainers will be able to reflect on the importance <laughs> of sustainability while another Pokemon originally discovered in the Alola region makes its debut. What did I? Okay, what did I say? What are you laughing? Nothing. What Pokemon? I'm laughing at. For first of all, spring started in March. Officially. Here's that. Second of all, there, nobody who's playing on their high-tech phone is sitting there thinking, what is Pokemon Go going to teach me about sustainability this week? <laughs> Look, we are drilling the earth so I have the most recent iPhone, and I take the other one, and I check it into the garbage. Sustainability well, week, please. What are you going to do? Also, the here's, here's, some, here's some research about... Professor Willow thinking I shouldn't be throwing all the Pokemon into the wood chipper and making candy. Well, and the third thing is there's no B in sustainability. Sub, sub, sus. Oh, sus. I see. I see. I see there's I see, very I see. sus. Sustainability. Yeah, sus. Sustainability. <laughs> if they're making, if they're saying a new Pokemon is coming out for that, what Pokemon is that going to be? What Gen 7 uh, Pokemon Alolan, has to do with Alolan garbage? Grimer, Mach. No, yeah. no, they said new no, Pokemon. They, new Pokemon. They're already there. Uh, um, it could be. It also have to do with sustainability. So it could be one of the many fish. What? Bruxis. Uh, wishy washy. Um, could be wishy washy. That's a bunch of sustainable fishing. Pico Peck. No, Pico Peck's already in the game. Um, Komala. Koalas. Do koalas and garbage go together? Pukumuku? Pukumuku? No. No. That's just puking. No, but that's like throwing into the ocean and then coming back. Comfey? 
No, Kumfei is already around, right? Kumfei? Kumfei? No, Kumfei is in Hawaii. Remember, because Will Will went. Yeah. Will went two weeks later. Will's gonna go to yeah, Hawaii. And come back. Exciting. Bound sweet. That's just a fruit. That's just a fruit. You don't have a lot. Of, we're out of options. For brawler, punch punch the earth for sustainability. Yeah. When is it gonna be a year of male Cutie Solanda? fly? Is cutie fly gonna be in there? Is that sustainable? <laughs> Could be. Grubbin? Rockruff is already in the game though, right? Rockruff. I, I think it's wishy washy. Maybe it's Marini. Ooh, but now what? Yeah. I mean, that's just poison stuff. Is it Mudbray for oh, the Earth? But I mean, Toxapex, Marini, the, the end of the coral reefs, that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, that could be it. Yeah. That could be it. Look, as a, be, I want the. If they add Mudbray to the game, I'm in. Mudbray is a cutie. I got a when, shiny one. When were you out? Oh, you're right. I'm always in. <laughs> I mean, you can't say I'm in when you heavily play the game all the Never time. Left. It's true. I'm... Is it Wimpod? Is Wimpod sustainable? <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's Wimpod. <laughs> we don't have a lot of Gen Seven Pokemon. I'll tell you that much. Truth. We're 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 already running we're already lo- running low here. Is it Minior? Is that sustainability from the skies? Yes. Yes. The nah, s- sustainability of Togemaru's and Pikachu's yeah. love in the anime. Oh, it could be was... Ultra Beast. Oh, right? it could be Guzzlord eating the garbage. What? I'm pretty. What was it like the Guzzlord thing? Like an alternative universe of the world being destroyed, not necessarily he yeah. eats garbage. Yeah, yeah, but all but the Ultra Beasts were supposed things. to represent like a, a, environmental disasters and and stuff threats. That's true. Okay. April Community Day Stuffle. There's a lot to unpack here. Mm. I have a lot of thoughts. And there are a lot... They, I think the thing about this this drama... Drama! Is that there's multiple issues and they're all... They're being, like, put into one where they kind of need... Like, there are multiple issues to this. And some are more important than others. But they're all put, getting thrown into this, like, huge glob. So we're going to try to break these apart here. I feel like well, well, let's go through it. There's a lot there are there are good things here. So be, believe it or not. <laughs> there I are mean, I, I I haven't even started to care yet. So I'm wondering what the whole mystery of the drama is. There are absolutely good things here. A million percent. Okay. So April community day, Saturday, April 23rd from 2 to 5 local time. Trainers we are excited to announce Stuffle, the flailing Pokemon, will make its Pokemon Go debut during April Community Day event. Stuffle will appear in the wild. If you're lucky, you may appear. You may encounter a shiny one. Community Day adjustments. We also wanted to take a moment to discuss some of the changes for the Community Day format we'll be testing. In 2020, we doubled the length of Community Days, extending them from three hours to six hours. Since then, however... We found that only 5% of our trainers tend to participate in the event for more than three hours. One of the biggest pieces of positive feedback we've received after January's three-hour classic community day was that players and community leaders noticed how much more of community was out and about during those events. So Stuffles Community Day will be returning to a three-hour format. Our hope is that doing so will create even more opportunities for trainers to play together and connect outside while they're exploring. We know that trainers have enjoyed the extra resources that they can collect during longer events, so we're adding some new and exciting perks to Stuffle Community Day to give you the ability to collect as many resources during the game uh, during gameplay. Check them out below. Also, I will 
if maybe you're a new listener to the show, uh, and maybe you remember the, um, what was it? The uh, distance changes where like you could reach a Pokestop farther. I was a part, and I guess you could say I'm still a part of the Niantic Task Force. I was a part of those conversations. I was there when they explained how um, they were like, well, we want you to see the statue you spin, and here's a map that shows, like, there's a building in front of you. So you we, we, we went through make that. me angry again. Don't keep explaining, because I'm already mad at them again. So I, I'm not really sure how much I'm allowed to say or not to say from the conversations leading up to this change, but I will say that me and other creators were like, people aren't going to be happy if you do this. And they were like, well, we have a bunch of reasons. We're going to try it, and we'll we'll see what happens after that. And we'll go through these reasons here in a second. So Stuffle will be appearing more in the wild. Beware will have an exclusive uh, attack, just like all Community Day Pokemon. It will uh, have a charge attack, Drain Punch, which is a fighting-type move. Uh, I believe this is really good for Go Battle League, for those that care about Go Battle I think I think the GBL people were like, yes, this move is very good. Uh, Beware should be pretty okay for Go Battle League. You will need 400 Stuffle Candy to evolve Stuffle. So Stuffle will be the same for um, Swablu and Magikarp, I think, are the two. I don't know if there's a third one. Um, Feebas? Fe- no, Feebas no, you just have to walk with or whatever. Mm. Also, like, what happened to Larvesta? Because we all thought Larvesta was going to be a 400 candy Pokemon. And, like, Larvesta's still not here yet. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Community Day research story. Strong stuff for $1. Uh, you'll be able to access the Stuffle Community Day strong stuff storyline. Stay tuned for the ticket. Tickets are non-refundable. Okay, event bonuses. You're going to get three times the catch XP. You're going to get two times the catch candy. You're going to get two times... The chance to receive Stuffle XL candy from catching Stuffle. Your incense will last three hours. Your lure modules will last three hours. You can take surprise snapshots for the what Smeargle thing, but it's not Smeargle. You can do one extra special trade the event and two hours uh, made during the event and two hours after the event. So two special trades for the time. And then your trades... For the event, and then two hours after the event, will be 50% less Stardust. And that seems like all trades. So yes, you can trade two specials, but all your trades will be 50% off during a five-hour window. There will also be a group play bonus. So this is... We can go back to the event stuff, but there are way more event bonuses than there ever has been for Community Day. So technically a positive. Uh, Group play bonus. Work together with other trainers to unlock bonuses in that location. If enough Pokemon are caught by a trainer from a single lure, uh, the three times bonus for catching Pokemon near the lured Pokestop will increase to four times for 30 minutes. And then it says, this bonus will not stack with the base three times. It will instead replace it. And then there will be that scam box that they always do, which I've said every single day. And ever since they introduced it, it's a scam, but there will be a one-time special community day box for 850 Pokemon Pokecoins. Actually, it's cheaper. It's normally 1250, I think. They're saying 850 here. 15 Ultra Balls, 15 Pinaps, one Elite Fast TM, and one Remote Raid Pass. There will also be a free 30 Ultra Ball bundle in the shop at no cost. There will also be some stickers regarding Stuffle. 
And then that's that's it. So that's the whole community day post. The good things here. I think this lure bonus thingy that they're doing is cool. I think it's really great. I think it's uh we I I've 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 become a Rillaboom and beat my drum for well over two years on community days are boring now and they need to change. And one of my suggestions was why do we not get more special traits? And they're giving us once more special trade. Maybe three would be nice. I feel like three is a good well, number. But see, people have to be sure they use them because we know they're watching now. So if you use two, then they're going to give you three. Yeah, baby. I think the lure thing is really interesting. I would never thought of that. I think that is that is really great for people who do play at parks or downtown areas or malls or wherever they're playing to like increase the amount of XP, right? That's one of the reasons people go out is like, hey, it's triple xp or it's double catch candy or i don't know i can hatch my eggs faster i guess um so i i do like that um and then usually a community day is one bonus right it's usually your eggs hatch faster or you're getting double catch candy in this instance we're getting two we're getting three times the catch xp and we're getting two times the catch candy so that's a that's a win um and they're also saying we're getting more xl candy as well so that's great and then we already talked about the the special trades so that's the good stuff. They're trying a new lure thing. They're giving us even more bonuses. And then the bad stuff is the shorter duration. So we're going back from six to three. And then people are like, oh, Stuffles 400? Not, I personally, like, what, what else are you doing in Day? <laughs> You're catching mm-hmm. Stuffle. Like, I don't think that's mm-hmm. that big of a deal. You, if you did not know, you can mega evolve either Pidgeot or Lopunny, and you'll get bonus candy because those are normal types. I, I don't know if Stuffle is... I know Beware is fighting normal. I don't remember if... I think Stuffle is just plain normal. Yeah, that's why Pidgeot and Lopunny work. Without a Pinapp, you're already getting 6 candy for catching Stuffle. With a Pinapp, you're getting 12. With a Pinapp and a Lopunny or, or Pidgeot active... You'll be getting 13. So 400 divided. Uh, Steffel is normal in fighting. I was just going to okay. say our fact checkers just called in. Yes. Yeah. With a, with a pin app and double catch candy, you are getting 12. 400 divided by 12 is 33. That means you need to catch 33 stuffles in order to evolve one into a beware. That means you have to catch 10 stuffles an hour. If you're playing all three hours and your complaint is it's 400 candy, I don't, what are you doing? Like the like ten poke, <laughs> like ten stuffles is an hour is pretty easy. I guess that gets you one beware. If if it's four hundred divided by thirteen, meaning you have the 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 lop honey active, you have to catch thirty, so one less an hour. I don't think the candy is that big of a deal because also that's not taking in account that like you're probably going to catch a hundred stuffle and then you're probably going to throw away ninety nine of them. You're going to get candy from that as well. I guess maybe if you're like, I don't want to catch because catching takes time, and then that's then I can't shiny check. I don't. Do you not have a Pokeball? Look, are you listening to this podcast playing Pokemon Community Day and not have like a Pokeball <laughs> Plus at this point? Go out and get one of those Gachi machines from Target. I don't know. There's there's options there, but I think that I think that's my first complaint that people were complaining that's 400 candy. It's it's double catch candy. Pin apps exist. Like what else are you doing in Community Day? I don't think that that if that's your complaint, that's got a little weak, but I, I get it. It's a lot for, it, I think where I just look at it is why stuffle? 
why does Stuffle get a 400? Because it doesn't have an unusual, doesn't have an unusual requirement in the game to evolve. Like, um, yeah, like, it just evolves at like level 30 or something, right? Yeah. 27. It, it, the choices that they make for ones that are 400 outside of Magikarp. Magikarp made sense. They, they, they don't make sense. Like, why is Swablu 400? It's a dragon. But none of the other dragons are. It's a dragon that was a community day. Yeah. <laughs> 100% agree with you, Greg, but at the same time, why was Mareep so rare for like three yeah, years? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Whalmer, there you go. Oh, yeah, Whalmer's 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Noibat. Oh, yeah, Noibat. I still don't have a Noivern because I don't want to walk with a Noibat. Right. It's it, the 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 way these choose these again are bizarre. Like even if you tried to make a stab in the dark as to why they chose four hundred for the certain ones outside of Magikarp, it's hard pressed to come up with reasons other than they wanted to. And we'll get into this, but whenever their reasons come across because we wanted to, it's not going to go over well. They they definitely had reasons here for some things. They have reasons that sound like lies. <laughs> I I don't think there's any like shadow network operating behind the scenes here of like trying to like convince us of something. I think I think they and this is what I've learned from talking with them for the the distance that they changed. They weren't really lying. It's just that their their reasoning wasn't like it was a reason and it was like, "Oh, I can see I I I get what you're talking about, right? Like you want people to go out and if you want people to like spin the fountain and you can't actually see the fountain, that that is a reason. I don't think it's particularly good because eventually you'll be walking anyways. Much much like a lot of their reasons, it's easily disproven by a hundred other examples. Like I could be next to something and it's inside an alcove and I can't see it. Or I could be a a mile away. I can see the Eiffel Tower a mile away. Like when you have examples that easily disprove their reasoning it means they either just didn't think about it at all which is not a good look or they made a decision and then said we need a ways to justify this which is also not good and no either way that you do that and how you present that information it makes you sound like you are just lying and they are this again i read their things and i'm like if you had just left it, we were testing this out, great. But then you had to have your director talk to the press and on Twitter, which undermined any goodwill you had, because everything he said just makes it sound like you're lying to us. I would say the, the, the thing they're probably not saying is money. Mm -hmm. You can never say money. My guess would be that they make more money in a three-hour window than the six-hour window. That I think that's really what it comes down to. Oh, it absolutely is. Because if, if the six-hour window was making them more money than, than past community days, where, you know, we had three years of... We had three years of three-hour community days, and then we have pretty much close to two years... I think two years of six-hour community days... And they did recently a three-hour community day, and it probably made... Uh, like, let's be real here. I guarantee you Bubble Star Community Day probably made more money than than Gibble or Sfeel or uh, Sandshrew because, one, it's Bulbasaur. Right. But what two, is Bulbasaur? But two, it went back to a three-hour format, and they were probably like, we have three years of two hours, we have a brand new... Or sorry, three three years of three hours and a brand new three hour, 
And all of these have made more money than six hours. I bet that's the reason. They're just not going to like, hey, we're changing it back to three hours because we've discovered we make more money those days because they're shorter, because of the fear of missing out, because more people are participating. I really think that's the reason. Which is fine. You don't have to say the reasons that we make more money. You can just say we're testing this out because we want to, we're, we're trying to find the ideal situation for for our game and end it that is all you need to say but they did say that they did say we're testing this and then the director came out and was like <laughs> blah, blah 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 and that so much ill will from from going on twitter and directly to the press to talk out of both sides of your mouth and undermined a much better statement of we're testing this out and then he has to go and say the garbage stuff that he said what what was the garbage i didn't read that whole thing the first thing is after seeing feedback and fans asking for this which immediately people are gonna go well what fans who did you ask who did you talk to was hey, this a remember survey? that one guy was on the plane and he right. sat next to John Hankey and John Hankey said level 40 is not where the game is starting and that only took three years to happen. <laughs> so when you when you go out and say, well, fans asked for this and then at the exact same press release, tell fans, but don't judge it too harshly. Try it out and see if you like it. So which is it? Do you want us to accept your change or did we ask for the change? And when you put both of those together, it literally sounds like Okay, well, then we didn't ask for it. If you're asking us for it to, to not judge it until we've done it, ignoring the fact that we had years of not doing it, of having a shorter time before this change came in. So you can't say, like, well, you asked for it. Who? Why? Where? Where was the survey? Then you talk to people on Twitter and you're like, well, we asked our influencers and in our task force. Well, that's a tiny group of people whose lives revolve around this game. Yeah, I mean, so you're going to get a very skewed opinion of what people want. And again, you didn't have to say any of that. You could have just said, we're testing it out. When, when Niantic asked, I don't actually remember when Niantic asked the task force when they were going to be three, six to three. I know we've talked about it on the show before Bulbasaur Community Day. And then when Bulbasaur Community Day happened, we were like, they're going to pull the trigger on this for like, there's no way that they're not, ke- there's, there's no way they're keeping it to six forever. Cause if they were, why is Bubble Store three? And I, I don't remember exactly, but they, they did ping us and they were like, Hey, we're thinking about changing it from six to three. What are your, what are your, and they always say this. They say, what are yours and your community thoughts? And I don't know if this is like inside baseball, but there are some task force people that are that their their community is very gbl focused or their community is very shiny hunting focused so like it doesn't really matter in my perspective what their community thoughts are because the community leader is already going to align with their community thoughts right like if your whole community is shiny hunting you're probably going to be like give me a six hour window i want as many shinies as possible if you're whole community is GBL, they're probably also going to be like, give me a six-hour window because I need XL candy and I need to keep playing as much as possible to get XL candy, right? Like, I don't know if there's that much of a disconnect. I would say um, we're very lucky to have a community that does, like, everything. And that's because I think the content I produce is everything, right? I am not just a Pokemon Go influencer. I'm one of the very few people in the task force that, like, 
actually play the main series games that like actually watch the anime that follow the news. I'm not saying like, I'm sure like Zoe two dot, I'm sure she watches the, like, I'm I'm, like sure. (laughs) I know she plays sword and shield and stuff like, right. But like her YouTube channel is dedicated to Pokemon go. And my, like the content I produce is everything. Like one day I'm competitive battling sword and shield. The other day I'm playing Pokemon masters. Right. So we have a community that, some are shiny hunters, some do care about GBL, some play very casually, right? Like, they might only play on Community Day. They didn't, like, Niantic never told me, or maybe they did and I just missed it, but they never said, like, hey, we're pulling the trigger on three hours and it's going to be stuffle, right? Like, I woke up and this was, they, like, sometimes tell us, like, a day or two early that, like, these things are coming. Like, I was like, oh, that we're doing it now, right? Like, so when they were, like, Three to three hours for Stuffle, and we're announcing it in two days. All the other influencers, myself included, were like, "This is probably going to be bad. Like, you're probably going to get pushback from it." Mm-hmm. Although my perspective is, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think one of the, th- I think one of the, and I, and I want to, I do want to talk about this. Also, I want to. We haven't said this yet, and I think this is really, really important. There are, there is a conversation about. People who cannot leave their house and or slash disabled people. I don't want to put that conversation in the thoughts I have about Community Day because I think that is a different conversation and I think it's an important conversation. So we're going to just put that to the side for now, but we will talk about that separately um, compared to compared to this. I, I, I think we all knew that they were eventually going to pull the trigger on three. I think they tried to soften it with by by. This is the first time it's a brand new Pokemon for Community Day. So th- there was some thought put into it of like, hey, if we do a brand new Pokemon, maybe people... Because they've done they've done like Roselia. They've done, you know, Pokemon or Sandshrew. And then people get mad because... The, or Gibble. And people get mad because, like, oh, my Gibble's not special anymore. My Roselia is not special. And you're like... There, there was some thought into like, <laughs> well, if we do a new Pokemon, we can't, we don't, we at least don't hear those arguments. The one thing I think his name is Michael, the yeah. game director. The one thing that he said that I did really like, and it did, it, it did seem pretty genuine, was we want to give players the same amount of rewards in a shorter time. And I've always been a fan of games respecting your time, which is true. Like, if I'm out there for six hours, it is a hundred, it is from start to finish the same thing. And it's been from start to finish the same thing for five years. You will go out there, mm-hmm. you walk in a circle until you're tired, you catch Pokemon, one in 25 chance of being shiny. So the, the, both the double catch candy and the triple XP, fantastic. That is definitely more respecting my time on a community day and the now the lure bonus thingy. Also fantastic. You're right. I could probably, you're right, Michael. I could probably get the same amount of XP in three hours instead of playing six hours. And if you're giving me three hours of my time back for that same amount of XP I would get, that is fantastic. That is awesome. Because I, you're right. I'm already dedicating one afternoon a month, going to be two. I'm assuming they're going to do another classic community day. I don't think Bulbasaur was a one and done. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna do like a Squirtle. They're gonna do a Charmander, right? Like there there's no way they're not going to. Yeah, I just don't know if they're gonna do that. I I have a feeling that's like a season once a season, maybe not but, not every other month or every month because that 
I, I do really gravitate to that point, and I do really like that point of like, hey, we want we kind of want to respect your time a little bit. Instead of doing the same thing for six hours, how about you do every? You feel like you get everything done in three hours, and to me that that feels good. Now the the opposite of that or the complaint there is the thing that I think people hung up on, and and myself and other influencers were like, ah, maybe you just delete this line because I think this line is going to do more bad than good. I think you think it's going to do good, but I, I think you're going to get a lot of flack for this line. Was five percent of people don't play for more than three hours. Which is a good statistic, right? And it kind is. of, kind of like, again, I think, I think certain communities on Twitter or Discord or certain communities like, uh, like the Self Road, I, I think sometimes they forget they are such a minority of players. And, and the Self Road has said, and I saw recently, like, everyone hates this. No one wants this change. And it's like, it just gave me flashbacks to, to the national decks where everyone on our slash Pokemon was like, no one wants this. Like, and it's like, you're such a small part <laughs> of the audience. But the it's an interesting statistic that like only 5% of people play for more than three hours. I, but the, the, the thing that we, we told Niantic is it, it, it's, the, it's the flexibility in that window, yeah. right? It's like, I can play yeah. in the morning because I got a soccer game at night. Or I can play in the afternoon because I'm lazy and I'm a degenerate and I like to stay up till 4 a.m. And getting up at 9 a.m. is hard. I'm talking about myself. I like to, <laughs> you know, I like to sleep in. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, is the, the, that is another one of their double out of both mouths statistics. Because you're telling us, yeah, people don't play three hours. But you could have easily have said we're dropping it to five hours. But during this time frame, you'll get all of these extra bonuses to encourage people to do that time. Because just because people play only three hours doesn't answer the core question of when you drop it of what three hours were they playing in. And when you take something and say, well, it's only three hours, so we're going to force the three-hour window on you of our choosing, that's the issue they're going to come with. Because I don't think anybody's going to disagree with, yeah, I only generally play three hours, but it's when I can fit it in. Because again, you're not respecting my time in a different way by saying I have to do it at this prescribed time. Yeah. Incredibly frustrating to be like, the world is different still. And people who are in climates where they go indoors, Mall of America was having a huge problem with the three-hour flux of people coming to the point where they were looking at banning certain things from happening because the three hours was so untenable. And when it got stretched out to six hours, the mall relaxed and saw staffing levels were easier to do. It was easier to manage the people. The traffic all didn't happen in a two-hour time window where they got inundated and the mall was wrecked after. Yeah. So, like, to, to, to force it back to a thing that is not great for the communities that have to take the impact of a huge three-hour shift of a ton of people... We're going to get back to the to the areas like Victory Memorial Road here, shutting things down because instead of having a six hour window and traffic being normal, they're going to get slammed again for three hours and everybody's going to get angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it was Sfield Community Day or which I, I can't remember what community day it was where it was even though it was a six hour window at Mall of America, there was a K-pop event happening. And it yeah. was the first time that I could not get a parking spot at Mall America. It was insane. I remember that was one of the first community days Irene was going to do. And she, like, she walked in and she had like no, that total... Was Bulbasaur. That was Bulbasaur Day because I couldn't make it. 
Because oh, I was yeah. recording that day. That, you did that at Community Day Bulbasaur, and I had to do it at home. Yeah, it felt it was like the mall was slammed yeah, it, that day. It was awful. It was awful when it was three hours before, and it's going to be awful again. Um, I do kind of side with the the uh, the concept of when when you do three hours, you're forcing more players to play together. You, you because like you'll have players like me where I'll I, like in a six hour I can explain my community day process. In a six-hour community day, I play it for about four of those hours. I it usually it's eleven to five. I normally get there at noon, so I miss the first hour, mm. and then I normally play or till one or one, and then then I normally play till four, and I leave an hour early. And there's a reason I leave an hour early, um, and that's because no one else is playing. And I have done community days in Texas, in Austin, Texas, in Florida. In Milwaukee, multiple spots in Milwaukee, Minnesota, multiple spots in Minnesota, in Seattle. Like, I, I have done community days elsewhere, so I feel like I, I were a variety of places. So I feel like I have a, a pretty good grasp of quote unquote community. I think one of the arguments that I want to bring up is that people, one of the arguments is I don't care about the community. I just want to play community day when I can play community day. I just want to go out do it, and go home. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't care about the community. And I think that's a really bad reason. because, well, Especially for something called Community Day, yes. Because if you are a solo player, or if you are an introvert and you don't talk to anyone, you should actually like the three-hour community more. And the reason being is because, because when you're saying, I don't care about the community... You are just inherently wrong when you get to the park and there are 30 stops and all 30 stops are lured up. Did you pay the $30 to do that? No, somebody else did. Do you know who did that? The community. When you are walking around in the three hour window and you don't want to talk to anyone, you don't want to join a Facebook group, you don't want to join a discord and there's a raid. And because people are out, because they need to be out in that three-hour window, and you join that raid, and you don't get to talk to anyone, and you get to get, finally get your Tapu Lele without needing to go into a Discord or a Facebook or try to, like, ask somebody around if they can do a raid, that is because the community exists. When Niantic is forcing the community to play in a specific time, you get it easy as an introvert, as a, as sure. a player that doesn't want to talk to anyone. So unless... You are going to your park, and you are the one paying all the money to lure it up. You do care about the community. Well, I mean... Because there's a... I, okay, as, as, I will say this. The way that you're saying that is going to make people angry. You, 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 you still don't care about the community. What you, what you mean to say is you are benefiting from the community. Sure. Because sure. they still don't care about it. You are gaining benefits from the community that you don't care about. But if you went to and the park that, and there was no lures, you would, you would have a significantly less experience. You would have a worse experience. Right. But that still doesn't mean that they care about it. Because if those people really want it, they would pay the money. Right? But like if they're they truly a won't. solo player <laughs> and they would pay the money. Well, you can't say that one way or the other. Sure. Like you, you can't. I can't, can't imagine a single what? person going to a park and paying 30 bucks and luring it all up and then like 
enjoying three hours by themselves. Yeah, but they would also not have to lure everything up, right? Like, if they're the only people in the park and they're doing one lure and they're getting their incense, like, it's going to be the same experience in spawns because there's not enough people there anyways. Like, the more people are there, there's more spawns that are going to be there. So, people can say they don't care about the community. That is true. They can say, we can say you benefit from the community. And so, in a way, having a shorter window means you will benefit more. Yes. Even though you never talk to them. So it's not correct to say that they care about the community because they don't. They benefit off of the community, which is the nature of the game. And which is what Niantic is trying to do here. And they are incorrect in saying that it is better to have more people so you can interact with more people because a lot of people are very turned off of that. We have been to um, hundreds of community days and nobody talks to each other. Yeah. We barely get spoken to. We barely, well, it depends we, on how the, you define interact. Right. And, <laughs> but we also, the only time people actually interact with us is say, hey, why is everybody on their phones? 90% of the time. So when they say that the interaction is part of it, they are, again, easily saying something that people will say, well, that isn't true. When the interaction is you are benefiting from having more people taking the burden of luring and being available for raids. Because the interaction is not what a lot of people are looking for, and we can say doesn't happen. You get benefits from a lot of people being in the same place at the same time, and you are gaining those benefits. That is a statement that people can say, yes, that is true, without saying, no, I don't talk to anybody. I don't benefit from having these people around around to interact with me because I'm not interacting with them. I benefit from a lot of people interacting with the game. And that is a very different statement to make and not as easily as disproved or for people to say, you're just making crap up, which is again, whenever they come up with these things, they don't message them. Well, it just comes off as crass half the time. That's like why I leave at four and I don't stay the extra hour because even at mall of America, it's like, yeah, you can get like four or five people in a raid. But a raid at 4 o'clock at Mall of America is different than a raid at 1 o'clock at Mall of America. 1 o'clock at Mall of America, that raid's going to fill to 20 instantly. And then mm-hmm. it's probably going to fill to 20 again. Because, like, Will and I will be in separate raids and we'll both have 20 people in it. And then near 4 o'clock, where Will and Greg are like, okay, I'm going home because you, got, you well, walked too we've much. we've been waiting for you for an hour. It's true. <laughs> and then I'm, like, <laughs> still, I'm like still walking an and hour. playing. And I join a raid, it's only, like, 4 or 5 people. First hand... At least in the Mall of America, one of the best, literally probably the best place to play indoors in all of America. I don't know where, like, I don't know what other indoor place would be better. Yeah, they're super mega mall in Canada, I'm sure. But even even in that sense, when you get to the end of community, you don't have as many people there. I kind of understand it. Not not saying I think it's great to go from from because like you still get that flexibility. Uh, like like yeah, I can still enjoy community day from five to six. It's just not as good as it was earlier. Uh, I I think that I can at least see that right. Like even on a non community day, when I walk through the mall and I do a circle, that which is about twenty minutes, I would say, to walk around the circle of the Mall of America. If I walk around the circle with no lures and no incense, that is that is definitely an experience. And then if I turn on an incense, 
that is a better experience because I'm getting one Pokemon every minute on top of seeing what I am seeing. And then if all of those are lured up and I have an incense, I'm getting an experience where I cannot catch everything fast enough. And that is just the, that, that is just the Mall of America experience. So I do think the forcing people to play together in an instance where everything is lured and you're probably not the person luring it up. Uh, I would drop the probably. You may not be the person luring. You may up. not be the person luring it up. I I have been to every single community day. I have never lured a stop because I always Will get there. And I have. I have always gotten there ten minutes late, and everything is already ready to go at that time. But I have been to a community day. I specifically in Milwaukee went to the Altaria Community Day, Elm Grove Lake Park, a place I played tons of times, and I went there, and nothing was lured. No one was really playing. And I, I got there at like one o'clock and I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to lure like no one's here. I'm not going to like lure these up for myself. I'm not going to give Niantic the money to do that. Like, I'm just going to get my two shinies and then leave. I got enough candy. Like, I don't I don't even remember what the bonus that day was. Probably double catch candy, I'm assuming, because uh, it was Altaria. But I, I just didn't I just didn't like that that point And that point just didn't sit well with me of like, I don't care about the community. Because you do, and Greg worded it better than me, you do benefit so yeah. greatly you from the community You don't care about around. it, but you can't deny that you benefit from it. You do benefit from the community being there. Ask any rural player. <laughs> the, yeah. You benefit from having a community being there. Whether you want to, whether you want to interact with that community or not, you do get a tangible benefit from having a lot of people in the same place sharing the burden. Yes, to say that you don't care about the community is saying I w only want to benefit from other people's work, which is fine because that's literally capitalism. And the, the the lure bonus kind of stacks on top of that, right? Like, hey, if a bunch of people catch things, the lure is going to be activating. I don't know how that's going to work at Mall of America. Is it like because like yeah, I don't I don't know because I thought it said if one person no, it said if multiple lot, people catch yeah. enough Pokemon in a set time. The lure will change I, I don't, from times I don't know how three to times gonna, four. Because, like, at each spot, like, I don't... Because they're all... They all have lures on them. Yeah, and so I, I we, don't... You, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm assuming it's just we're just going to walk there and be like, four XP is on for the rest of the day. So the other thing that Michael said, and I think this may be the last thing I agree with Michael with, is that their 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 struggle or one of their goals is to get new people to experience Community Day. If if forcing everyone to play at the same time and then it's somebody's like first community day and then like I still remember the first time I went down to Chicago with Will for Pokemon Go Fest and when we got down there literally the whole city was lured up and it was lured up for that entire weekend and it was an impressive like holy cow like jeez there's a lot of players here like every like we can see like 200 Pokestops in the city from our phone and they're all lured up and it was crazy cool very very cool and like i'll never forget like that was the first time in pokemon go where like everything was just crazy and if it, there are i think with most mobile games you're always trying to get a new player base so if this is and and i mean i even think to myself if somebody's getting into pogo like where do they even start mm -hmm. but i feel like community Day is a good place to start because you get to see all of these other people playing, even if you're not interacting with them. You get all of these bonuses. You get a, a really good chance at Shiny. 
I can kind of see what Niantic's trying I, to do there. I, in a sense. I think they're I think they're overweighing the. I don't see anybody else playing this game five, six years into this game now, and six and ten years into people playing on their phone. Like that is a real weak reason to justify your actions. If you wanted to get new players in, you would make sure that a friend should invite somebody and they can tie things together and get really good bonuses between those people. They have that. On, if they're, but they don't emphasize it. There's not a person. There's a tiny minority of people. I will say this to me. Like, I'm going to pick up. I am going to be starting this Pogo game, but I'm so ashamed that nobody else around me is going to play. But seeing a bunch of people on their phones in a community day is radically going to alter my perception of that. Because you still need somebody to invite that person in to make them feel welcome, a part of that community, instead of 100 people in their own clique staring at their phone. And what's missing from that statement is, what are you giving community members to help invite new people into the community? What tools are you creating to make that community connection easy? None. You're just shortening the window and hoping that they're going to talk to anybody. And let me tell you, a new person who has anxiety, if they have anxiety about being seen on their phone, what are they going to do when they walk into a group of people that are all in clumps by themselves, staring at their phones and not talking to anybody? How is that a better experience? Okay, so I was there with a bunch of people who never spoke to me. I don't know. I've been part of communities. I've been it. I've been part of Red Truck Community. I mean, it kind of sucked, but like... Big big guy in red truck organizing raids and like yeah, but that was a community person making sure people get yeah. invited out. That saying that we create this three hour I, window. I'm so saying that those people are out hope. there. Like even I, yeah, even at but Victory the, Memorial, they have them. like you have a community. There there is a community leader that they have like a tent and they give out water yeah. and they have I like mean, phone charging stations. Empower those people to do something. I well, Niantic apparently said benefits. they talked to those people. Well, we know that that's not true. I I am sure Niantic talked to people. I mean, they talked to yeah, the task force. They probably did. We 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 gave them our feedback. They just were like, "Monk, well, we're still going to do it, right?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I don't to know. People what... and accepting their feedback are two vastly different things. And I think they're really again overplaying this. Seeing a bunch of people playing together is going to suddenly convert somebody into not feeling weird about it, especially since they don't really have a lot of ways in game or out of game for people to make connections and talk to each other other than you get one extra special trade on a day yeah i mean like the 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 like you don't talk to each other has been a problem since the beginning of the game and that but that's why i like community days right like i don't want to go into a facebook group or a discord and be like who's doing reshiram raids i just i, I want to show up on community day as long as one reshiram raid pops in the three hours i know for sure there will be people there to do it and i don't have to talk to anyone and that's like to me, that's that's a great experience, right? Like, because I yeah, know but that, that Niantic is that... forcing this. That's why I liked EX raids, and but there were tons of people that were like, "Oh, I hate EX raids. It's it's I one o'clock EX in the raids. in the afternoon. I have to work." Okay, well, not every, literally, not everyone is nine to five. I worked in a mall for five years. I can tell you that people don't. Not everyone is nine to five because the mall was consistently busy at like two in the afternoon. Where why why are you people coming in to get your phone? Like, don't you have a job? No, they don't. Not everyone is nine to five. So like, well, the, I mean, what a clock for nine me. To five, people take time. People can take time off. But it, the problem with EX raids was things like they didn't pay attention to the timing, such as we're going to have an EX raid uh, on Christmas Day when the <laughs> thing is closed. And because our short, our our 
start distance was so short, nobody could get to it. I blame like, Janine for that. There yeah. are a bunch. There are a bunch of problems with that. That again, they don't. They just they put they attack different things at angles that don't make sense, and then say that this is a benefit when people can look at it and go, kind of, I guess. Yeah, but I, I like the EX raids in the sense of like I'm going to show up at one o'clock. There are going to be other people there. I don't have to talk to anyone. We're going to do it. I'm going to go. Like I don't have to. I don't have to. Like when is Rush yeah, Ram going to pop? Like even even the last two weeks, I would open my app two three times a day in my house and be like, "Is there any rock roughs? I can see six seven gyms from my house. Not a single rock rough I could ever see from my house. Uh, obviously, when I did go out to like the mall, there was a rock rough. I was invited to rock roughs. I don't want this guessing game of like. How often do I have to open my app just to look for a rock rough raid? Like, that's why I like DX raids. I knew exactly, like, I knew in two weeks at one o'clock, I'm going to go over here, get Deoxys. I'm going to go home in 15 minutes and I'm done. Like, that is very respectful of my time. I get that some people worked at one. I don't. I, well, I guess I could. And some of the EX raids were at five. Would it be nice if, like, when you got invited to an EX raid, you could pick, like, one o'clock or eight o'clock? Yeah, for sure. But I don't think Niantic's system was good enough. Even with your Christmas example, I'm sure the thing was like, pick a day exactly 10 days out, pick it at either one o'clock or five o'clock, invite the people. Like, I don't... The game is so big and has so many players that the robotic service or whatever they do does put people at a disadvantage, right? Like, the Christmas raid should have never happened. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's going in being like, oh, if people do raids on... February or December 15th, they're going to be invited exactly in 10 days on Christmas to a location that is unaccessible. Because wasn't it in like I mean, a, it was in like a, a, like a business that, center, that, right? That is a use case scenario that needs to come up in your internal discussions. Like what happens around holidays? Yeah. What happens when we have these things and how do we solve for X? And when they put things out where they're like, we're just ignoring solving for X, we solve for Q. I was going to say, I don't know if this community day thing would be as big of a deal if it wasn't for an inset the incense changes which happened about a month ago but we need to take a break so when we come back we'll finish talking about that we also have to talk about the disability thing in pogo um, oh yeah we do so we will take a quick break and when we come back we'll continue talking about this uh i have some thoughts it it to me it is a little weird that okay let's back up beep 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 because the truck makes the noise. Hey! They didn't do that. They just just run over people. Yeah. Okay, let's back up. Do you know why that's a beep? Yeah, because the truck makes the noise. And we are back from our break. What did we leave off of? Oh, the uh, uh, incense yeah. change. Niantic changed the incense a couple times. And uh, my direct feedback to Niantic at one point was, I play this game every day, and I don't even remember what incense was supposed to do, and you're changing it again, and I don't know how many times you changed it. So, like, if you are going to tell people you are changing the incense again, you need to be very clear of what's happening here. The Too Long Didn't Read is back before the pandemic, the incense was 30 minutes long. And if you were not moving, 
you would get a spawn uh, every five minutes. So you would end up getting six mi- six spawns for 50. I think it's 400 coins. I'm just going to say 50 cents, though. We'll take into account that sure inflation. 50 cents. Six spawns for 50 cents. Not a great deal, honestly. Um, and if you were moving, you would get, uh, I think it was like... Uh, it was it was like a spawn every minute. It depends on how mu- how like how fast you were moving to the distance or whatever. But I think you ended up getting like twenty to twenty five spawns if you were consistently moving with the incense. Uh, I don't think it was that good, but I think that's what they said. Anyways, the the current incense situation after all the changes is the incense lasts for ninety minutes still, three times the length it was before COVID. If you are moving. Um, you will get one spawn a minute. Ideally, you would then get a hundred spawns in or 90 spawns in 90 minutes if you moved the entire time for 50 cents. Um, and then if you were not moving, uh, which would be people at home playing on their couch or people who cannot actually physically get up and move, you would get one spawn every five minutes, which is, uh, what, 18 spawns for 50 cents, I think. I think, uh, six, 12, 18. Yeah. 18 spawns for 90 minutes. So people were upset about that. And I think some of that plays into the disability conversation that I want to get to. But before we get there, the the takeaway from, I think, that and from um, this Community Day stuff is, and Niantic has said this before, and we've talked about this before, they want, whether or not you agree with their vision, their vision is they want you to leave your house and play this game. And that is what they want. And some people cannot do that, and some people don't want to do that, but that is that is the vision that they have. And Diantic has a couple games. That, well, they had a couple games. They have Ingress. <laughs> they had Harry Potter Wizards Unite. They have Pokemon Go. There's a Transformer game coming out. They have Pikmin Bloom. I think maybe they have one more game. But I will say that I do fall under the perfect customer for Niantic. I do genuinely love leaving my house and playing the game. And I have the perspective, whether you agree with it or not, that if I'm going to sit at home and play a Pokemon game, it is not going to be Pokemon Go. It is probably going to be Sword or Shield or Pokemon Legends or Pokemon Snap, right? Like, I like that Pokemon Go offers me this experience outside of my house that other games do not offer. But I do concede that there are some people that don't care about those games maybe don't have those games and they want a pokemon game that they can play at home and pokemon go seems to scratch that itch for them but it would be foolish to say that time and time again niantic is doubling down tripling down they want you to leave your house they have made this very clear without just telling players we don't care about your at-home experience Leave your house. They ultimately just should say that at this point because, like, right. they, they, they should because mm-hmm. it's honest. <laughs> I mean, like, there are so many things wrapped up in the if I'm at home, I should play other games. A phone is a necessity for most people in their day to day life, and that is something that they have to budget and afford. So, having a Pokemon game on a thing that they have to have makes easy sense. To say oh, there's other Pokemon games on the Switch, etc., means they have to have the expense of buying those other things for things. Those are luxuries that a lot of people don't have. So when you say things like, if I'm at home, I would play these other games, that is discounting a lot of people that the only thing they have to play games on is the thing they have for necessity, which is their phone. 
And even then, having a phone that can do those things is somewhat of a luxury. But it is easier to say people have to have a phone for a wide variety of reasons in modern society. So when a company says, we don't care about your home experience because we think there's other things you can be doing at home, you are also hitting on people whose only options are mobile phone experiences inside their house or not. And that, again, they come across as really tone-deaf, myopic thinkers. It's very much a stance of, well, people who look and act like me, who are abled like me, who have money like me, have no problem with it. So therefore, nobody should have a problem with it. And if they do, they shouldn't be our customer. It's a kind of a gross statement to be standing on at this point, but that's where they stand every time. Yeah. And you make a great point. And I think the thing that made me think about this more was was Pikmin Bloom, uh, which is another Niantic game. And to be completely transparent, I I don't think I've ever talked to another Pikmin Bloom player besides the people who I've talked to who play Go, right? Like Will, some people on my Twitch. Like, I've never been to a... I'm sure there is a Pikmin Bloom subreddit. I am sure there are Pikmin Bloom YouTubers <laughs> out there, right? Probably. When I send my Pikmin to do a mushroom mission, there is a brown mushroom. There is not a brown Pikmin. I don't know which ones I should be sending. Like, That's I know- the point of the brown mushroom. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait. I could do a Pikmin Bloom podcast. You I could. Play that game See, so like, like there's a, like, there's a, red, there's a red mushroom in Pikmin Bloom. You send the red Pikmin to the red mushroom, right? Like, there's a blue mushroom. You send the blue Pikmin to the... There's a brown... I don't know what to send the brown to. No, Anyways. what you do is hit the auto button. I didn't know in Pikmin Bloom until like off. like two months in the game, you could just hold the nectar. I thought you had to like throw the nectar like you had to throw a Pokeball. I told you about that. I know, that. No, I know. Don't I know. ever listen to me. But anyways, anyways, I, I, I love Pikmin Bloom. I think it's a great game. Uh, their community days are 24 hours, by the way. Their community days only involve you walking 10,000 steps. But the interesting thing that I thought about Pikmin Bloom is you cannot actually do anything in that game sitting in your house which is a little bit different than pogo pogo you can do a lot of things right you, like you can catch the couple spawns in your house you can maybe remote into some gyms um, that'll cost you money though you can pop an incense that'll cost you money like it, it, as long as you have like 400 pokeballs you're probably good for a day or two if you're only playing at home right maybe Maybe you're good for a week. I don't know how many Pokemon you catch. You can transfer Pokemon. You can power up Pokemon. You can, like, send gifts and receive. Like, you can do kind of a lot in Pogo at your house. In Pikmin, you can, like, maybe send some Pikmin off to Mushrooms, but that's it. Like, you gotta wait, like, 45 minutes for them to come back. You can, like, maybe tell them to go get, like, a jar, uh, a planter or whatever. But you can't do anything when that planter comes back. Like, you really cannot do anything in that game without getting up and walking and it's kind of like i I try to take the pokemon go mindset and like i want to do this all at home and apply it to pikmin and you just can't like that game requires you to leave your house and to walk that is like i don't know if people have gone to niantic's website they have like a three core vision like one of them is like exercise another one is community and i think the third one is exploring which is what pikmin and harry potter and pokemon all pick but we have this budding heads of like, no, I want to play at home. And Niantic is like, all of our other games say go outside. We are we are telling you to go outside and play this game. And if you do not want to go outside and play this game, we do not care about you. Yeah. I mean, the key point is we do not care about you. 
Because if they cared, they wouldn't make these decisions. Like, if they... This this leads into the, you know, living in a city versus living in the middle of nowhere argument. Like, if you live in a city, your Pokemon Go experience is significantly better than if you live in the middle of nowhere. Now, if you lived in the middle of nowhere and you had no Pokestops and you have no community, you could theoretically still pop an incense and go for a walk around your neighborhood and get 90 spawns in 90 minutes. You can still get the full benefit of the incense. What Niantic has done is they said, if you live in a city or if you live in the middle of nowhere, we don't care if you're at home. Leave your house. Like, they they have made it very clear that, like, and I get it. Like, if you live in the middle of nowhere, your Pokemon Go experience is bad. But the incense does make up for that. It's just the incense has punished people who want to stay at home. Or who have to stay at home. Who have to stay at home. Like, I'm not saying I agree with Niantic. The the language that frustrates me when they use it is you always have this, well, they are choosing to do this. And there is that mindset that this is a choice that they're making instead of a necessity for a lot of people who cannot physically do these things. And the trap that they do when they talk about it and the trap that you do is you always point to these people want to do this. And the conversation never is, These people have to do this. And you are standing there and saying, well, we don't care about you. It's easier to think of you as lazy than us as uncaring. And I hate that conversation. I hate that mindset. I am not saying that, like, if you can't get up and walk, find a different game. I am just pointing out that, like... Niantic has has made it clear if in their actions that this is the kind of game they want. Correct. But again... There's a lot of people who who defend Niantic's decision by saying people who stay at home are lazy or unwilling to play the game. And that just it is so frustrating to me because you are you are forcing a judgment upon people who may not be able to do that for a wide variety of reasons. And you are getting rid of your own responsibility of not caring about them by pretending that they're somehow lazy. I don't think and those people are really lazy. I think uh, to, to move into the disability conversation, I think those people should play a different game because I think yeah. Pokemon Go is a bad game. Like I think I, I don't I don't think that Pokemon Go is a good game for those people. And I think because it's Niantic hasn't done anything to do it, and I don't know if they can, but he, here's the thing, right? Like if your experience is like I can't leave the house, whether you have a heart condition, whether you're in a wheelchair, whether you're disabled in some instances, I don't think asking your... Like, even if they didn't change the incense, and even if Community Day was six hours long, I still think Pogo is a bad game for those people. I think it's a bad game for most people. I don't think asking your player to spend 50 cents to sit in your house to then get one spawn a minute and then to throw Pokeballs, which you will probably run out of because you probably don't have a Pokestop in stop, to then buy Pokeballs is a lousy experience for those games. Oh, it is. And I think those consumers, and I feel bad for them because there's nothing they can, there's nothing we can do besides give Niantic feedback over and over again. But you're giving Niantic that money. Like, don't. Yeah. Like, this, well, is, well, this mean, is not a good that, experience for you. And I feel is... bad because they, like, there's something about Pogo that is very addictive and very fun. And, like, if you really like Pokemon, it's there. But I, I, I think inherently 
giving Niantic 50 cents for 90 minutes, and then probably buying Pokeballs, and then probably buying remote rate passes, I think is disrespectful to that person's wallet and to that person's time. And I do feel bad for those disabled people or those people who just can't leave. Because, like, look, if you're lazy, if you are genuine lazy and you want to play Pogo in bed with a cup of coffee and a cat on you because you don't want to go to the park, pay for that convenience. I I, I respect that, right? Like, if if you don't want to drive to the the park to do raids... And you want to give Niantic money for remote raid passes, pay for that experience. Like, that's all. I'm not talking yeah. about you. But what I'm saying from a corporate standpoint, the, these decisions are to drive those people away, right? Like, instead of coming up with solutions to make it easier for a larger base, they are making deliberate corporate choices that cost people money so that they will not be customers of theirs anymore. These are decisions to drive people who they do not think are desirable customers away from their app and away from their feedback. It is a deliberate choice to make them leave your game, to make it a bad experience. That is a deliberate Niantic choice. And I think people need to accept that the company is making a very conscious and a very deliberate choice to drive away customers that they picked up during COVID. This is why they keep pushing against Pokemon Sleep. This Pokemon Sleep is going to be the answer because <laughs> you get all your stuff in your sleep. I don't. I don't think there's like this. I don't think there's this big bad motive behind Niantic. That's like the Pokemon Company and Niantic were like, we need to really separate these games. This is your outdoor game. This is your indoor game. We don't want Pogo to be an indoor game because that might take away from Sword and Shield or, or or Scarlet and Violet. Like I don't think that's happening behind the scenes. Uh, I mean, I would disagree. <laughs> I think those conversations do have. What differentiates your game? Why should we give you resources? And the one way that the Pogo can say we differentiate our game is ours is an outdoor exploration game. And it doesn't... The problem is is that evil comes through by not thinking about it. By making the... This is what differentiates our game and making these choices to make sure that that differentiate stands out, you aren't stopping to give thought of the things that you're doing behind or the impacts that it have. It isn't, because it isn't mahahaha evil, it is still a deliberate choice to do that because you are deliberately not considering those other points of view, even though people have told you that. You are focusing on how do I make this my outstanding game and you are glossing over the decisions that impact those people because that's the differentiator. Like, the malicious intent is there because you aren't thinking about not having the malicious intent. You are thinking about it in the way that you want to think about it without considering those other perspectives. And by that act alone, you are directly or indirectly committing that act. You just are deciding not to think about it. And be fine with it. And on a corporate level, that happens literally all the time. City governments, when they decide that it's going to be safer to have spikes on benches over at night to keep things clean, we all know that the that's a homelessness deterrent, mm-hmm. right? Like, these are the things that you do and you couch it in phrases that keep you from feeling the culpability of the actual results of your actions on minority and less fortunate communities you can get away saying we're an outdoor game ignoring all the things that happen because you've made that a choice and you don't want to address it and so you want to come off as smelling clean and hey we said this is what our game is without ever taking the responsibility for 
the fact that you don't even admit that you have those conversations and you constantly build your game around punishing people who have to play like that. And it is to drive them away. That is the end result. Yeah. And whether you want to admit it or not, that is the end result of your actions. And I feel like that's what we've been trying to say, or at least I've been trying to say on the podcast, which is like, I'm not saying I agree with Niantic. I'm just saying like through their actions. Oh, yeah. This has been very obvious that they do not care about these players. Correct. And I would assume it's probably, again, it goes back to money. If they could make money off these players being at home, they would, but they would probably have to build some sort of system to do so. And they don't want to well, do I that. I think... Well, I let mean, me I think let they me can, let me they uh, can make money, but they also don't get the they don't get the data of where you've been, what stores you're around. They don't get the data of you walking around and hitting their stops and seeing what stops are like they can make money at home, but they aren't getting the side money of collecting the data and who you're interacting with. So we that actually have some, money some evidence that shows that they could do it differently that Steve's a little wrong about because I only open Pikmin Bloom for three minutes every day. I I go in and I, I there's there's mushrooms by my house. So yeah, those are easy to do. Um and then I like do whatever pick up whatever uh is the stuff the sap? Nectar. <laughs> the nectar. The nectar. I, I give my give my Pikmin nectar, get petals, I start the flower planting process and I, I close Pikmin Bloom and I don't look at it again until the next day. Yeah. But here's the difference. If I then get in my car and drive to St. Paul and do stuff in St. Paul without opening the app and drive home, that entire time, even though I'm driving, I am planting flowers along that entire path. And I am getting the credit for being near the little pots and the little fruits mm. and everything, even though I have never opened the app. And the difference is with Pokemon Go, you don't get credit for anything unless you are in some way interacting with that app. Yeah, but so uh, hatching could, eggs, I guess, but yeah. But not if you're driving. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You're going right? too fast. And they're yeah. very specific about that, where they could literally just turn that off and make it tremendously easier for a lot of people. And they do it for Pikmin Bloom, but they don't do it for Pokemon. I Go. mean, I expect it to be turned off for Pikmin Bloom. Soon enough. Once they figure out how to make yeah. money off of that horrible game, which I, every day I wonder, why am I turning this on? <laughs> like we, we, I have a mod in my Discord, and they have a heart condition. And so it is very hard for them to go outside and walk. And they love Pogo. And we, we, so we have this disability conversation often, because like I feel bad in the sense that they have to turn on an, like they have to pay Niantic to turn on an incense. They if if they haven't left the house for a couple of days, they have to pay Niantic for Pokeballs. I've played this game every day for what almost six years. Never have given Niantic money for Pokeballs ever. Never will give Niantic money for Pokeballs. <laughs> but again, I I have always lived in a big city where if I need to go and get Pokeballs, I can go downtown. Get out, park, get on my car, walk in a circle for 10 minutes, and I have 400 Pokeballs. Because there's just that many stops there to do it. And I would rather do that than to give Niantic money. Like, I just, I'm not going to give you money for Pokeballs. I'm just not going to do it. I just, and I, and that's why when they, when people were upset that they changed the incense from one minute to five minutes, 
I was like, why are you upset? It's it was bad to begin with. It's still bad. Like, yeah, yeah, you're getting one Pokemon a minute, but you this is still bad. You're still paying Niantic to like get spawns every whatever, 50 cents every 90 minutes. Like, it adds up eventually. And if you're doing that every day, if you're playing 90 minutes every day, 50 cents, like, I just think about how that money could go to a different game to give you a better experience. And it sucks that Pogo is so like there's just something about pogo where it's like call like it, it's just, well it's pokemon like like people like pokemon and people like the gameplay loop that they invented or not invent well technically masuda invented the, the, the spinny thing it frustrates me because like i because if if i was with my mod and i would be like hey let's do community day you need to be in a wheelchair i will push you like i will be the one that pushes you through the park because i want you to have that experience because, like, I think the at-home experience was bad before COVID. I think it was slightly better because of COVID, because Niantic wanted to make money. But I still think it was bad. And that's, like, the thing I want to hammer. Like, I-, I think if you are disabled and you're stuck at home, I think you should be able to play. But I think the changes they made during COVID were, like, serviceable at best. But I still think they were bad. Because they yeah, all, at the I, end I, of the I day, think- involved you spending money for a bad amount of enjoyment in that time. I don't know, maybe you were very happy with spending the 50 cents, but I don't I don't think that's a good use of 50 cents. I think people saw those changes as a positive step forward and did not expect them to so hardcore rear back away. I think people saw those changes as a proof that they're going to make their game more accessible and then they just came out and said, "Nah, it's not for us." Bye. And I think that that level of like just pure disrespect angers people. It angers me. I am struggling. The more they talk, the more they talk, the more I struggle with playing that game because it, it is just very frustrating how little they sometimes care about their community as a whole. But like, I think a lot of people, myself included, said, hey, these are good steps forward. You're going to start changing this game to make it more accessible, to make things so that I feel more rewarded playing your game. And then they just sort of spun that bus around and floored it back to where they were. And then we're surprised that people were upset. Yeah. Well, like I just, the other thing too is, is, and we, and uh, I can't remember the last time we said this, but like Pokemon go is such an unfair game at its core. Oh yeah. And that's why I said at the beginning of this conversation, I played community day in Florida, in Texas, in Boston, in Milwaukee. Like I've played the, I've been to Japan and played Pokemon Go. They're all different experiences. If I wanted to play a community day in Milwaukee in the summer, I had two options. I had Elm Grove Lake Park and I had downtown Third Ward. And they were both very good options. They were they they both had great communities. Granted, we already talked about how I don't participate in the community, but they're there. I see them. It's cool to like, you know, be a part of be a part of that, right? Like I don't have to interact, but like I do feel like Hey, I didn't do any work here. There's a bunch of blurs. There's people out playing. You know, you hear people scream. They got a shiny. That's cool. At least to me. Like, if I was to pick an outdoor area in the United States, I would probably pick Boston because their public transportation is great. That city is so historic that literally every single brick on the ground there is a Pokestop. Like, it is just so, it is such a great outdoor experience. But the problem with Boston is they have winter eight months out of the year and it's cold as heck. And so like now I can go to the best place to play Pokemon Go, which is 
inside at Mall of America during the winter and have a fantastic experience. But now if I lived in California, I don't have to worry about winter at all. I can, like, there's plenty, there's the pier, there's plenty of places to play in California where I can play all year long without ever having to worry about, like, a wet, well, I mean, well they have Californians to would disagree with you because it's 60 degrees and that's too cold to be outside. That's too cold. Like, they're a bunch of, they're a, they have the, they have their own temperature scale that is wild. But even, even in a, where you live and your weather affects your experience of playing pogo. Like, I play pogo less in the winter months because like i have to physically go to the mall to play because playing at home sucks and i'm not going to give niantic money for that and i'm not going to walk out in 13 degrees weather around the block not because it's cold but i'll probably slip on ice and break an arm (laughs) i'm not going to do that for pogo i mean also it's sometimes negative 10 and you cannot be outside you cannot be outside for a 30 minute stint and be able to interact with your phone and see and if you and e, okay, so it's already unfair there, right? In in a sense of like where you live, and if you were, if you lived on a Pokestop, you would have a significantly, drastically better experience than somebody who does not. I cannot reach a Pokestop from my house. I can get to a gym. It's a two minute walk, and I and, and last time I tried to do it, it was very icy and it kind of sucked. And I was like, I'm going to break my ankle just to get to this Pokestop so I can get my seven day bonus. But I did it right. If you were if whether you were disabled or not, if you lived on a Pokestop, you just have a great you just have an an amazing experience, right? Like you can get unlimited Pokeballs. Your spawns are probably better. You could lure that stop. You could get gifts from that stop. You can send gifts from that stop. Like just being on a Pokestop alone or a gym. Heck, if you're on like two Pokestops or three Pokestops or you're like on a Pokestop in a gym, you have a miles better experience than somebody who is not. And that, that has been in the game since day one that those players are at a, at a, I don't know, advantage, whatever you want to call it. But, like, that is how unfair this game has been. Like, and it would be nice if you were dedicated to Pogo and you couldn't physically leave your house for whatever reason and you could have that advantage. That, like, it'd be nice. If, but then everyone would have, like, everyone would want a Pokestop, right? Like, how can I trick Niantic into thinking I want to? I remember when I mean, the, Wayf- now. When the Wayfair stopped. thing launched where they were like, you can submit a Pokestop and people legit went out and built those little libraries on their front lawn because those libraries end up being Pokestops. So they could just submit a Pokestop. I don't think any of that changes or matters. It's just like laying the foundation of like, this game has always been unfair and it's always been incredibly hard for Niantic to balance because the world is very big. Some people have it really nice. Like I I have an advantage. I live in a very big city. Minneapolis is what? Biggest 30 cities in the United States? Yep. Milwaukee was... 26 biggest city boston is what like top 10 and i'm going to be doing community day in boston with greg when stuffle comes where if i lived in the middle of nowhere and i was in the middle of nowhere for like a week for a friend's uh event i'd never play i, I would i would legit stop playing go go is probably my favorite pokemon game but if i lived in the middle of nowhere or i opened up the app and i got one spawn an hour i would stop playing the game because it's a bad game it is a good game for me because I live in a big city and I don't have a disability. I completely understand and and realize that. 
And I am a perp, I, I happen to be a perfect Niantic customer because I'm willing to go out and walk. I'm willing to give them 10 bucks a month. I am, I, I love Pokemon, but they have time and time again, without saying it, said, we don't care about, we don't care about people yeah. who play at home. And it sucks. And, it's, and the, the, it's, the, the, it's, the direct feedback I have given to Niantic is instead of punishing everyone, Give the people who want to play the game that you want them, how you want them to play it, better rewards. Reward those players yeah. who want to play the game how you see it fit. If you want me to walk 50 kilometers a week, why are my rewards so trash? If you want me to go to the park for these events, make it worthwhile. Don't, I'm not saying don't take, like, why, why are we punishing everyone? Like why? Like if people want to sit on your couch and on their couch because they either have to or they just don't want to leave, let them. Let them give you money. That's fine. I I still think it, I still think you shouldn't give Niantic money. But like if if they want to if they want to play at home, let them play at home. But why are you punishing everyone? Like why am I playing the game you want me to play and I still feel like I'm getting punished? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's the problem with their messaging. It's the problem with how they design things. It's just. It's a top-down myopic problem that every time they do something, it's so frustrating because it is. It is just like you could have you have you caught lightning in a bottle, and you could get the world, everybody on board if you would just consider everybody. But instead, you are more willing to toss people aside to keep your vision pure. And it is, I, I, I'm every, every time they, every time I'm like, just stop talking, just stop talking, just stop. You, you could have everybody just at this point, put up a press release. We only want you to walk. Nothing else matters. This is our company motto, like it or leave it. <laughs> just be honest at this point because your constant neglect, your constant poor messaging are, are off your ideal customers as well as your not ideal customers. You're just making people angry. And that's not good. You could have you could have had it all and instead you made a different choice and then you try to weasel out of it every time and it always fails. I feel like you're about to break into some glorious summers. <laughs> I mean, don't put it past me. I think it I think it particularly like frustrates me because I I I sit in these meetings with Niantic and and people like the Niantic people care, and I know that might be hard to believe for some people, because it's like a again I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. So if I'm suddenly out of the Niantic uh, whatever influencer group, you, you guys know why. Mm. But it it sucks because they're at least professional enough where they refuse to th they refuse to not throw anyone under the bus. But but it, but the people I at least talk to, I know they care. I know they want this to be a good game. I know they're actually genuine, and it just seems like whether it is Niantic CEOs or Pokemon CEOs or whoever else is involved that are obviously a pay grade above these people, that they cannot do what they want to do, and that I mean, the, sucks. The issue is they all care. I, I have no doubt that they care about the game, that they care about the community, that they care about all of these things. What what is abundantly clear is they have holes in their vision. And even though that has been pointed out to them, 
they don't have a willingness to 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 fill those gaps. And they can't outright say it because they will get sued because there's laws about it, right? Like you can't they can't outright say we don't care about your disabilities, our game isn't for you because they'll just straight up get sued because it's discrimination. So instead, they do all of these they do it death by a thousand paper cuts. They make it so unpleasant that you leave by your own choice. Mm-hmm. And that is when you when you can see it so clearly, it you're I have no doubt they have passion for the game, but their passion doesn't extend to people who don't who aren't like them. Period. They don't care. Yeah. They care about the game and the way they want to play about the game. And I absolutely believe they're probably they are probably very good people, but they will only think about it in their way and benefit themselves and people like them. And it's it stinks straight up. It just stinks. And it's really frustrating. I mean, I, <laughs> there are thousands of examples of millions of companies that clearly don't have a diversity board or people who have diverse aspects or parts of their life because there's so many things that happen. You're like, if you had just had a gay person in the room, you would have never have said that. That would have never gotten out the door. But it is, again, you've, you've, you, in your hiring practices, in the people you have in your feedback channels, and the people you choose to listen to, when you only listen to people who look like you and think like you and act like you, these decisions happen. Just period. The, the, it's a byproduct of, a, of an American way of doing things, and they are just another company that has no apparent interest in fixing that. I sit in these Niantic chats, and it's like, a lot of that is good. And some of that good is not seen because of really dumb decisions like this. And I wouldn't—I e- don't even think the six to three hours is like that big of a deal. I think the incense thing was more of like—I think the incense thing is more of a bigger deal because it, it is actively saying something that they refuse to say, but they believe. Right. I mean, it's because like because the, 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 the community thing is like, well, I have kids or I'm busy, and it's like eh, everyone's busy. Yeah, I don't have kids, but, like, I got stuff to do. Like, I remember I played Destiny 1 with Will every single night for a full year, and I think to myself, how did I have that much time? How did Will and I always be able to play two to three hours every single night? And the reason I made that time is because, like, I cared about that, right? So, like, if you love Pogo, you will make the time. We're all busy. I, we don't we, we get it. people everyone's working everyone has uh, every not everyone but you know, a lot of people have kids a lot of people have cats a lot of people like like we, we're all busy you end up making time for the thing you love so i really don't think at the end of the day the 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 six hours or three hours is that big of a deal i get it sucks and niantic's answer to that was like well we 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 gave them a month heads up a month heads up is very good very it'd be great if it was a two months heads up be great if it was it'd a three months it didn't up. happen at all but like the 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 incense uh, change was to me more of a frustrating thing because they are they are their actions are saying something that yeah the issue is the incense change is a huge effect to a smaller group of people the timing change is a small effect to a much larger amount of people that the time change affects everybody because like you said everybody is busy. And instead of having flexibility that people have gotten used to, they are now going to have to be like, do I miss this community day because my kids have soccer? 
Like you are pitting me against your game and making me choose. And you didn't have to do that. And the problem, the thing about changing the time is it affects literally everybody. The instance would probably go quiet because, again, you don't care about the people it affects most. You have clearly stated that. And the bulk of your customer base isn't going to be affected by the incense change. So it's not going to have a huge impact because the people who it does impact huge are already screaming at you and you aren't listening. So when you make something that affects everybody, it is going to seem like a much bigger deal than it is because your entire customer base that had two years of, I can come and go as I please, I can schedule my life better because I can still get benefits is now back to the, oh, I have to choose for no reason other than your own needs of, of making money. It's garbagey. I mean, I did see uh, an influencer suggest to Niantic, and gosh, I hope Niantic never takes this feedback, but they were like, you, <laughs> you, they were like, you should have, you should have community day be like the Meltan box. You pop it and you pick the three hours. And I think, I, I don't think that's good because I think it goes, it, 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 not only it goes against the community thing, but it brings up my point of like, when you get to the park and you are getting so many benefits because you're bringing people together, if I'm popping my incense at 9 p.m. because I just got off work, yeah, I'm getting like the the shiny stuff. But like, who who else is at the park at night? Like, you're 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 kind of losing that sense of like community day, right? You're just that's and and fundamentally, that's what people have to pay attention to. It's called community day, not on your own day. Like Pikmin gets away with it because Pikmin is just walk 10,000 steps and, and th- nothing happens in that game, right? Like you you like yeah, you get bonus uh uh like. The thing, the planters grow faster, but it, it's so not noticeable. Um, also, it's like not that big of a deal to like grow your planter super fast. Like the reality in that game is like getting your Pikmin to five stars is like five hearts is like the actual thing you have to do. Like growing them is super easy. Time aside from the six hours to three hours, I think the changes they made here were a step in the right direction. The double bonuses instead of a single bonus, the like lured ups bonus thingy. The like extra special trade. I think that stuff is all like all the good things you just did instantly overlooked because of the one dumb choice you made, which is six hours to three hours. And it you could have had those extra bonuses in the three hour window and still kept two hours on either side. You could have said five hours, but these three hours, you get all of these extra bonuses. Yeah, and I, I'm surprised out. that that that's not the path they went. Like, hey, and between 11 to 2, the game's going to be really great. If you can't make it, not not that big of a deal. From uh, 2 to 5, like, classic, whatever you want to call it. Like, the bonuses aren't as great, but, like, you can still, like, pay. D- to be fair, the only the best suggestion I've heard from another influencer in the Niantic thing is... Um, have two times. I have a morning and an afternoon and people pick. Both are three hours long. Like, hey, I, I got a soccer game in the morning, so I'll pick the the four to seven. But again, like there's gonna be some person there's gonna be some person that's like, I can't both those times don't work for me. It's like they're you're trying to make a game that you have an event on a weekend and you're already segregating half your you're already being like, Well, half people work on weekends. Like people work on weekends. People some people don't. Some people have events, like like, you can't please everyone. I mean, there's a difference between individual circumstances and forcing everybody to choose. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, I'm busy on Saturday. Like, me saying I'm busy on Saturday doesn't say, like, hey, you should never have it on a Saturday because some people can't make it. Yeah. Right? 
by knocking it down to three hours in a specific time, you are literally telling everybody, this is your only shot. Yeah. And But now, you know what Niantic would say? Niantic was like, well, it worked for three years. And you're like, yeah, I yeah, guess it did. It, it, again, so many things work yeah. that we just deal with because we ha- didn't have another option. It's like... It's like if the main series game went back to HMs. It worked for 10 years, but we know better now. Yeah. We know better now. So asking us to revert is asking us to go back to Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and we all know that that was a failure. The thing that like drove me away from Dr- Br- Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl was single-use TMs. Like We figured this out in black and white. Why are we going back? What fun slash benefit are we getting from this? Nothing. I, I I don't even know what feedback to give to Niantic at this point. The thing is, is they could they could have a melt hand box type situation as well as a community day, right? Like they could have if you can't make community day instead of paying a dollar fifty for the stupid research, instead here's a two dollar community day box that will open in seven days. And you can pop it for the three hours that you want. I mean you can have both. Like we get into these either or well because it's can't because communicate day is the only option switching it like they don't have to switch it they can do both and that's the thing that always frustrates me can about they? conversations they can't with even they turn are. on like a what? shiny pokemon <laughs> i mean they can right right right, Will right, they, right are they capable of doing so who knows they can't put out a press release without stepping on their own feet but you can add options to your game that don't take away from other people and they they have this duality and so many people who talk about pokemon go have this either or mentality and it's it is it is as frustrating is if if they have equal access my access is less it's that frustrating mindset that hurts this game it hurts a lot of things but it is at always at play in pokemon go yeah. If somebody else has equal access, my access is hurt. Yes. If somebody else has equal access to shinies, my shinies are worth less. It is this bizarre, frustrating mentality of when somebody else gets equality, I'm diminished. And I hate it. I hate it with a passion because I've had to live it. Mm-hmm. And, that go- and that always brings me back to the one piece of feedback I have to Niantic, which is, you want me to play the game a specific way? Reward me for it. I, I, and they're I and they're so they're so they're they they would rather punish people to they rather punish everyone, in, instead of rewarding the players that they're like I don't I don't know how many people play the game you want them to I would I don't know I don't know like I don't I if you want me to walk fifty kilometers every week why are my rewards so bad? If you want me to go to the park. Why does it feel like I can have the same experience at home? Why do I feel like I'm getting punished for playing the game how you want me to play it? Because you're unhappy with this very small set of people that want... It's really frustrating. Anyways, uh, Stuffle is the Community Day Pokemon. Uh, It's a brand new Pokemon from Gen 7. 400 candy. We did the math. You'll have to catch about 33 of them with the uh, pinups to get yourself a beware. Hey, Stuffle is a good shiny, though. Oh, it's very good shiny. It is a good shiny. Hey, to be fair, they did go back on their distance changes. One would think you'd learn a lesson from that. Mm. To be fair, they did not go back on their incense changes. Uh, It's been a month now. 
I'm I it, there's a there's a part of me that gets so frustrated because I love this game so much, and then they make these really dumb choices, and like even though I don't think I have ever popped an incense at home, unless I was like streaming or making content, I popped an incense at home for for the purposes of that. Like I I like there's just not a. a, a there's just not a part of me where I'm like, I want to give Niantic 50 cents and play on my couch. Like, I just don't want to do that. I mean, I popped an instance when I was doing community, when I had yeah. Bubble Star Community Day at home. Because I had no other option. But, like, the changes they made, they they could be like, incense is amazing at home. Cool. I'm glad some people get to experience that. I don't care. Because I would rather go out and play. But, like, again, the changes they are making... Like, even though, like, I don't affect them, it doesn't bother me. And it's what you said, Greg. It's like the people that are like, oh, I, I did raids for Gibble, and now they're doing a Gibble community day. This is so unfair. It's like, who, who do you care if other people get Gibble? Like, who cares? Like, I don't care that people You've are- You've invalidated my past experience. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't care if somebody's going to play at home. But again, like, the choices they have made have not affected me. I understand that. I get it. If they never made those choices, more people would have a better experience. But they are they are specifically saying we don't want these people and the the entire reason yep. I brought this up is cuz like I am saying it. I am telling you to read between the lines of what yeah. Niantic is doing because you should probably stop giving them money because they do not care about you and that yep. sucks. But do yep. not give a company money that does not care about you. Maybe one day they will, and I will continue to give them feedback, but they have done nothing but go backwards and backwards and backwards on caring about these people, and it is disheartening. It sucks. Yep. Question of the week. Welcome to the question of the week. Welcome to the question of the week. Oh, our also... Uh, Lynn from our uh, Discord said the butter dish is back in stock on Pokemon Center. I know. I don't know if I'm buying it, though. No. You need to buy it. You have to buy it. I have to buy it? Yeah. I have the salt and pepper shaker, so I should buy it. That was your greatest Yeah, that the was butter your dish greatest is really regret, cool. not having the butter dish. Like, if you do not buy this butter dish, and if I do not show up at your house and have butter in said butter dish, I will be very disappointed in and it. And then, when they come out with the, the corn cob holders... You'll be able to roll your corn cob mm. on the butter dish and sprinkle it's it with almost salt sweet and pepper. Isn't that, why is there not a corn Pokemon? Not yet. We're going to Spain, though. Yeah. They got corn there? Although, they've got all the They got veggies. all the things. I'm just excited for the entire section of uh, Scarlet and Violet where we're going to fight Tauros in an arena. Mm, got it. Brandon says, what happens in a game to make you dislike slash get burnt out? Bad grind. Like, if the only option is that grind and grind and grind and the grind isn't fun, I'm out. Like, it's what kills me. It ultimately killed me in Diamond and Pearl remakes. The grind is really bad. It killed me in a lot of MMOs where the only option is to grind outside and that grind isn't fun. It, it like, I grind it by redoing, like, Final Fantasy fourteen has a grind at the end of the game, but I don't have to do that grind, right? Like, and it's a very short commitment. I get to go into a couple dungeons. The dungeons are always super fun. I get really good rewards. And then I can be done. And the grind is quick and fast and it's acceptable. But if I have to go 
to an underground segment to find Pachirisu and to maybe level my Pokemon to level 70 so I can get past the Elite Four. And that leveling grind takes five hours, and it's not fun. I am out. I am done. I'll, I'll kind of agree with that and add on to it. It's when, like, when the grind task is the same every time and it's super repetitive and you're just like you've memorized the timing and the button clicks and you're just doing the same thing each and every time right like my good example for this is monster hunter because i will hunt mizutsune 500 times to get a mizutsune water orb which is a three percent drop because every mizutsune hunt is different there's a possibility of a different uh monster coming into the area i can be doing it with different people it's it's always different and it's like that's what keeps me engaged yeah i would uh, agree with both of you uh the grind it's why (laughs) it's why i fell off of brilliant diamond shining pearl like i just i i tried to find different ways and we did this on stream like what is going to give me the most experience how can i get to level 100 like what Am I missing something in this game? Is this the the only option is to go to the underground and knock out Houndooms or Pachirisus or or Gastrodons? Um, is something on the surface going to give me more experience? Like, and and there isn't. At the at, too long didn't read. <laughs> there isn't. The, the, you want to get to hundred? The fastest way to do it is to knock out Houndooms because like and before anyone says we'll grind the elite four uh 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 the amount of tediousness like tediousness it's very tedious. Uh, it is incredibly tedious. And the amount of resources you have to burn, like revives or potions, just to get through quickly, is just the, it's not worth the investment. It's the same thing in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl with money. Like, the there's two old people. And there are, there are other people that give you money, but, like, the two old people, like, I tested it. They are the best way to get money, and then there's that. That is the only way. And from Sword and Shield, where you could do Champion Cup was was very easy. You could do max raids. You could just pick up items off the ground and then sell them. You could cash in your watts for for fossils, or you could cash in your watts for luxury balls. Like there's so many different ways to make money and to get experience in those games. And I think the other thing about Sword and Shield is even if I didn't do uh needed to do a raid um for the pokemon like the rewards were still good and it kind of brought me back to second reference to destiny where i would do a destiny raid which could be two to three hours long just because i got the joy and satisfaction of helping somebody else complete that raid like i knew i wasn't going to get any items i knew that like like I wasn't going to get any levels or experience. Like I might get like some stuff, but nothing like super important that I couldn't get faster by doing something else in the game. But there was that satisfaction of like, I'm going to help these five other people get to the end so they can get the cool rewards. So they can like feel that accomplishment. And that to me felt great. That to me felt good and worth my time, even though I wasn't getting a item at the end. And Sword and Shield kind of had that with like Dynamax Adventure or Max Raids, obviously at a very light level compared to the complexity of a Destiny raid. But um, there's still that like sense of being with other people 
kind of funny because we just talked two hours about Pokemon Go Community Day. There's like the sense of being with other people that that does feel rewarding. And going to a game like Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, it has none of that. Like there is there. I guess you could maybe say like collecting diglets, but. Like, I can't believe that game dropped the ball that hard on like some sense of community when Sword and Shield really. I, didn't, I wouldn't say knocked it out of the park, but man, was such a good step forward in a lot of instances. Robert says, <laughs> we'll do one more question. Robert says, what advice would you give to somebody who is appearing on the podcast for the first time? I mean, it takes a bit to understand the ebb and flow of conversation, right? But don't be afraid to speak up, even if you accidentally interrupt somebody. Like, that is how actual live conversations work, mm. too. So... You have an opinion. Your opinion is as valid as the people who have been there for as long as, uh, you know, for as long as they've been. Uh, but you, you, you bring your own unique personality to that instance. And that is worth hearing. That is worth listening to other people. Um, I understand that talking in front of people is difficult, but. It's easier in a small format because you're just talking to two other people. Like it is just a conversation that's happening in your home <laughs> with with two other people uh, who are, you know, just people. I mean, Steve barely wakes up, so it's true. Like I barely talk in the show. Will talks way too much. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not. It, I think people think that they have to perform. You don't have to perform. It's better if you don't. Just talk. Like, if you've been on the show for a long time, you can get you can do some performative things just to make it more interesting, but your new voice is the interesting thing that is happening at that moment. And just let understand that you are important and worth listening to. Well, again, you're there because people want to hear from you. That's, you know, fundamentally, there's, there's a basis for your being there. Like after after the show has ended and we get we like I open up the Slack or I click on the YouTube. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, like subscribe, share, comment. That'd be great. Like 25 percent of people are subscribed. That means 75 percent of you have not hit the subscribe button. Oh, stop this. I hate I hate everything that's happening. I know. know. Um, Anyways, but like when I see people say like I agree with Steve or I which is very rare or I agree with Greg or I agree with Will. Always the right choice. Like. It it always, even though sometimes these conversations can be frustrating because we have different perspectives, um, it is nice that the show isn't all of us agree. Like we, like obviously, I think we all agree yeah. that Niantic has made some bad choices. <laughs> yep. that's, that's very very true. Um, but even like uh, I think last week there was. Uh, why does Steve hate Diamond and Pearl so much? And it's it's true. I do I do dislike that game, and I I think I gave pretty good reasons why I dislike that game in the question of the week segment. Um, but Will likes that game a lot. Hmm? And when there are moments where we need to talk about the very, in my opinion, few good things about Diamond and Pearl, Will will be the first to speak up, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> I'm middle of the road. Look, I've I've almost worked myself up. To playing my copy of Pearl. That's I've, not I've, gonna happen. I've Don't almost got yourself. there. I'm almost there. I'm almost I'm the for a hot second it was like, oh I should start it up so I can get the shaman ticket before it goes. And even that wasn't enough yeah, to push that me. That wasn't over. enough for me either. 
Uh, but you, well, like, I, I also remember when um, like Pengu was on, and Pengu was like, "Oh, I've I have no interest in buying Pokemon Legends." And like, we, there was like a YouTube comment that was like, "Why would you have somebody on your show that doesn't even want to buy the newest Pokemon game?" And it's, I think that's a great perspective to have. Yeah. Like, like sh- they had really good reasons to be like, so far, what they showed of this game does not appeal to me. And there's a big difference between a game coming out every five years and having. Right five games in one year like yeah right <laughs> yeah uh pokemon of the week and then we're done oh man last week's pokemon this is so complicated uh something about no avril levine is not a pokemon not with that attitude. as far as i'm aware that something about i kind of threw things off with talking about middle evolution pokemon uh, oh, wait, no, that's... Wait a minute. Did I... No. <laughs> it's either weasels or cats. Something. Yeah. Is it, wasn't it weasels? Weasel! It's, it's not weasel. Yeah. It's just more of an otter anyways. <laughs> I wrote down Mianxiao, but I don't know if that's right. It could be. I, I actually wrote down Mian, and then I didn't finish what I was writing. So I have no <laughs> idea what I was writing, actually, if I'm be real honest. It's Pinsir. Well, that's also not a weasel. Uh, it's Manfu because the last sentence oh. was for this week's Pokemon. We are concerned with the Kung Fu version, not the Shaolin. I mean, I had the start. I just didn't finish. I actually wrote F and then I wrote an S after it because at some point I was going to go back and listen. Mm. I don't. I should know that I'm never. Hey, can we not care about Manfu real quick and no. switch gears? And I just want to say. Just want to say that there's a bunch of things going around recently that, like, Gen 9 is going to have a new Eevee evolution. This has nothing to do with Menfu. I just want to <laughs> I just want to bring this up. And I will say every generation, there's, like, there's going to be a new Eevee because of XYZ. Mm-hmm. The main reason why people think there's going to be a new Eevee evolution for Gen 9 is because Chloe in Pokemon Journeys gets an oh, Eevee. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. And the Eevee refuses to evolve. Like, before she even gets the Eevee, there's, like, a lab, and they're, like, trying to evolve the Eevee, and the Eevee refuses to evolve. They, like, try to evolve the Eevee into, like, a Vaporeon and then to, like, a Jolteon, and, like, the Eevee doesn't evolve. And then at the end of the episode, the Eevee decides to go with Chloe. And there's I'm a couple episodes in, and, like, she, she again, like, asks Eevee if it wants to evolve into Vaporeon, and the Eevee's like, no. And so people are, like, speculating because the Eevee is refusing to evolve that it's going to lead to a new evolution. You get, you're all a dumb. Like, you're all big dum-dums. <laughs> like, the, like, in a generation that introduced Dynamax, the Eevee is leading up to then Gigantamax. That's the whole mm. thing they're leading to. It's not a new Eevee evolution. It's if the Eevee evolves, it cannot Gigantamax. There is no Gigantamax Umbreon. There is a Gigantamax Eevee. So if you see any of these YouTube videos or theories about like, oh, the Pokemon anime is leading to a, a new uh, a new Eevee. No, it's leading to her Eevee being able to Gigantamax. It's the whole... Did- did Eevee have a special Z move too that had all the evolutions yes, come in? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, what? Because also, La- Lana gets an Eevee in Sun and Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the initial trailer for Scarlet and Violet, in the that big circle in the square that has all the different type symbols, there was not a new type symbol. Yeah, yeah. There. So. I mean, like, 
Sylveon existed to introduce fairy type. Like, Leafeon and Glaceon, Gen 4 was nothing but, like, making Gen 1 fans happy. That's literally all it is. Like, once you accept that, you'll understand why Gen 4 exists. Like, (laughs) Mm. Mm. Uh, the Fu shuffle is very, very good. Very concerned look. Also, one of the best shinies in the game, I think. Also, if you want to timestamp this and the Eevee doesn't Gigantamax and there isn't an Eevee, I'm gladly to accept I'm wrong, but, like, I'm going to be hard-pressed if this Eevee does not Gigantamax in the next, like, 30 or 40 episodes. Is there no trivias? No, there's there no trivia. No, That's no, why no, we... No, that, all right. <laughs> Mainfu is, is so boring, we need to talk about Eevee. <sighs> and Here we, we go. Mianfu may be a combination of Ermine and Kung Fu. Sure. Why not? Well, Ermine, I suppose. All right, this week's is better. Maybe. Most baby Pokemon can either evolve once into its final evolution or twice. Once into a middle evolution and then again into a final evolution. Sometimes a baby Pokemon can evolve into one of two different forms, Mime Jr. and Toxel, as examples. There is only one baby Pokemon, though that has the potential to evolve into three different Pokemon. In breeding, each of these three Pokemon will produce the same baby Pokemon. No incense is required, though, as this baby Pokemon did not exist prior to breeding mechanics becoming available. If you are going to breed for this Pokemon family, you will need to employ a Ditto. Although grandfather, father, and child may all be different Pokemon, None of them can ever grow up to be a mother. There, that's so easy. Mm, I think I know what it is. You always say that, and yet you're always <laughs> wrong. You so you're saying Pinsir was not right this week. <laughs> Got that right. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the conversation. If you have your own feedback or anything, obviously, you can comment on the YouTube video. Uh, you can comment in the Discord under the podcast thing section you can comment in the slack under the podcast section you can at us at twitter although will will probably block you will is at yep. washing the sink i am at dragging a lake uh greg is at white wing on twitter um thank you so much for making it to the end uh it's a long show so uh will what, what is our secret word for twitch people i've got to have a secret word uh sun kissed sun kissed got it oh delicious and attractive <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, A a person that's been sun-kissed is, you know, mm, they had a little blush on their cheek. Sun-kissed is, and I know this is a, this is going to start a flame war on Twitter probably or somewhere. Sun-kissed is currently my favorite cat. What? If you know, you know. But sun-kissed is my favorite cat. Uh, Thanks for listening. I will be back next week. Uh, Greg and I will be at PAX, by the way. Uh, that is uh, the 20th. End of April. End of April, 21st through 24th. Uh, Greg and I will be doing a panel uh, with uh, our YouTube friend, Abdallah Smash. It'll be me, Greg, and Abdallah. What? You didn't tell me there's a third person? Surprise! Who is this person? You don't know who Abdallah is? I... I- did, I did not get the approval documents. Oh, Abdallah's cool. Uh, we'll be doing a panel on, on, uh, on Friday the 22nd called Let's Fight Over the Best Pokemon. That'll go well. 
Uh, that'll be one to two in the Albatross Theater. I believe it will also be live streamed. Um, and then Greg and I will be doing community day as long as. Here's the thing. I don't know if the weather is really bad. I don't know where we go to play community day. I, don't I have no clue. But if the hopefully the weather is nice because uh, we'll be doing community day. The Stuffel community day from eleven to two. I think the time is the controversial. I'm sure they have. Uh, oh, go to Providence. I think there's a big mall in Providence. There you go. Well, I mean, obviously, if the weather's nice, we'll go to the Boston Common Gardens because it's like the best place to play. But. I guess Boston Commons. Commons. We get in the car. We we'll get coffee. We we'll get a car and get some coffee and go to Boston Commons. Coffee is not the Boston thing. What about chowder? We get chowder <laughs> and go. Go, yes. go to the gardens. Car. Uh, we're wicked smart. We're probably offending some people from Boston. Absolutely, Nick. Choke on it. And then, uh, yeah. So we'll be around PAX. Uh, so if you're there, please let us know. Please say hi. That's like literally the reason we're going. Come to our panel. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super. Learn from spin distance conversations. Just learn. It's all we have. This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or I-S-E dot cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.